Midland friends, but was quickly on his way back to the boy's home. Opie traveled all night until he reached the end of the forest. As he scurried out of the forest and into the boy's backyard, he stepped into the high grass. He stood up on his hind legs and poked his head up over the high grass and looked up at the sky. The sun had begun to shine. He loved how the warm sun felt on his furry body. As Opie turned to head to the boy's home, the back door opened. The boy was coming out and began running down to the river shore. Opie was a very curious little possum and wanted to know what was going on. The boy sure is running fast, thought Opie. I wonder what is going on. Whatever it is, I want to go too. Opie did not want to be seen, so he made sure to stay hidden in the high grass. He quickly dashed after the boy, with only his tail sticking out from the tall blades of grass. Opie followed the boy to the shore. When he arrived on the shore, he saw the boy looking out into the river. As Opie looked down the river, he quickly saw what the boy was looking at. There was a ship coming on shore. Opie did not know who was on the ship, but was very curious about this person. He looked around the shore for a good place to hide. He saw a large, hollowed-out branch that had washed up on the shore. Opie scurried over to it and hid inside of it. Opie watched as the ship docked on shore and a man came on land. The man was tall and was dressed in a royal uniform. He had long, curly hair that was pulled back under a dark tricorned hat. The man wore a white shirt and tie under a large, dark coat with lots of gold buttons and medals on it. Opie did not know who the man was, but saw the boy waving to him, so he knew he must be a friend. The man approached the boy and kindly saluted him and shook his hand. The boy saluted him back. John Paul, said the boy, welcome to land. It is good to be back in Virginia, replied the man. I have not been here since I was about your age. Come inside, said the boy. Your brother William is inside with my father. We were awaiting your arrival. First, replied John Paul, I could use some help unloading my ship. Of course, said the boy. The boy followed John Paul and helped him carry in his trunks. Opie decided that he wanted a better look at what was going on. When no one was looking, he ran up the plank to the ship and went aboard. As the boy was carrying a trunk to the house, Opie looked around the ship. He saw that there was one trunk left. Opie ran over to it and opened the top of the trunk. It was full of food and clothes. Opie heard the boy and John Paul coming back on board, so he jumped in the trunk and shut the lid. There was a large keyhole on the lock of the trunk that allowed Opie to see out. This is the perfect hiding place, Opie chuckled to himself. No one will ever find me here. The boy and John Paul carried the last trunk into the house. They put the trunk in the corner of the room. The boy's family and a man named William welcomed John Paul, and they all sat down to eat. 
Obi watched from inside the trunk as everyone ate a delicious meal. Obi's stomach began to growl. Obi couldn't resist the smell of all of the food. He began to eat all the food in the trunk as he listened to the boy and John Paul talk. I see the settlement in Virginia is quite different from the last time I was here, said John Paul. It is, said the boy's father, but not necessarily for the better. King George has begun enforcing more laws and taxes on the people here. It has been extremely hard for the people in the colonies to survive. The people here grow tired of having to pay taxes to King George III. He collects all of our money and makes us pay taxes in order to support his kingdom in England, but does not give the colonists any help here.